The fourth mindfulness training, deep listening and loving speech. Aware of the suffering caused by unmindful speech and the inability to listen to others, I am committed to cultivating loving speech and compassionate listening in order to relieve suffering and to promote reconciliation and peace in myself and among other people, ethnic and religious groups and nations. Knowing that words can create happiness or suffering, I am committed to speaking truthfully, using words that inspire confidence, joy, and hope. When anger is manifesting in me, I am determined not to speak. I will practice mindful breathing and walking in order to recognize and to look deeply into my anger. I know that the roots of anger can be found in my wrong perceptions and lack of understanding of the suffering in myself and in the other person. I will speak and listen in a way that can help myself and the other person to transform suffering and see the way out of difficult situations. I am determined not to spread news that I do not know to be certain and not to utter words that can cause division or discord. I will practice right diligence to nourish my capacity for understanding, love, joy, and inclusiveness and gradually transform anger, violence, and fear that lie deep in my consciousness. I found with this training that one minute of silence with oneself can teach you more than 20, 30 minutes listening to someone else. I took this training at the retreat last year because I wanted to learn how to help other people 
and found that this training was first going to focus on helping and teaching myself. That the deep listening would start within, listening to my own mind and um, things that I needed to learn. I had asked the, one of the teachers there, what is a training that will teach me compassion for others? Because I found that I was really lacking in empathy. Not something I was proud of, but um, knew that I needed to increase that tenfold. <clears throat> and I decided that I only wanted to take one of the trainings at a time because I really wanted to focus on this. So the teacher told me to do deep listening and loving speech. And I actually, over the year, forgot about the loving speech part. Not that I was talking bad to people, but I really got into the deep listening. Um, in fact, when I was going to give this talk, I thought, oh my gosh, I haven't been doing, I, ha I forgot about the loving speech. So anyway, we're going to get extra into the deep listening, which is great. Um, before I forget, because this is the most important thing I've learned, um, basically I'm, I'm not going to tell you a chronological order of my what I've learned because I feel like I'm just now arriving at the teaching and I'm like I'm at the well. And this year has taken me that time to get to what this might mean. So I'm just looking over it at a few of the stories that have popped up along the way for me. The most important story or moment for me, I've heard teachers say that we should be excited when we see people that we have conflict with because those are our greatest teachers. And I, I mean, I hoped that I could be like that at one point, but figured it was when maybe when I'm 90 and I've meditated <laughs> for that long, if I'm lucky. And it started this year. It started only a few weeks ago. And um, when those people aren't around, I'm kind of bummed, which is crazy. And I think, man, because I want to practice, because I know that it's creating peace in the world, um, in myself, with that person, and all around. So I was pretty stoked about that. So I, that reminds me, I want to read this poem by Ro Rumi, which is related. It's called The Guest House. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they are a crowd of sorrows, who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes, 
because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. So when I started this training, I thought I was a pretty good listener. In fact, I think I was a better listener. And then I started the training and found myself interrupting people more than ever and really didn't understand it. Right now, I equate it to language learning. You have these steps. You're learning this language. You're doing great. And then all of a sudden, you hit a wall. Your sponge is full, and you have forgotten everything that you know and you can barely remember hola. So yeah, I just started interrupting all of my friends and basically every conversation I had had about 10 I'm sorry's in them by me for interrupting. And one time I interrupted a very dear friend of mine and Basically, she was just tired of me interrupting. I think, I can't make assumptions, but it killed me. I felt so bad and I apologized again, um, but they bid me a farewell for the evening. We're still friends, but that night, I think she was just tired of being interrupted. And I realized I'm saying sorry all the time to people that I supposedly care about. Um, so I started asking myself, what am I really sorry about? Because really I was sorry about being a bad friend and for not knowing how to listen. But I don't beat myself up for that one of the things that I also am listening to is my internal voice, my mind, what it's saying. And just like when we're meditating, we have to weed through all that stuff that comes up. So, so I started listening, actually listening to people. And I was working at the flower shop around Valentine's Day, which I don't really recommend. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, and this woman came in and it was oddly slow so we were chatting and she had an accent and you know I asked her where she was from and I have friends from there and I so wanted to say oh I have friends from there and they're such nice people and and I thought Ashley quit thinking of your story it's not related this lady already knows how nice these people are because she's one of them <laughs> So just listen, and it started off with us just chatting about our love for chocolate because there were some truffles by the register. And I let her tell me about her hometown. And as my thoughts simmered down, she somehow opened up and just started telling me, a random stranger, about how much she missed her mom and how her mom was over there and she hadn't been home in years. And then her brother and I learned this whole story about her family and she started to tear up. She was really emotional and we ended up talking for a half an hour. I ended up listening for half an hour. And that's when I started to really see the beauty in holding space for people. Um, me saying, 
I really like, I have friends from your country. I don't think we would have talked for much longer than that. Because uh, then the story becomes about me. It's a huge thing I've been noticing is when I'm talking with someone, I'm no longer here. If they're speaking, I'm just starting to drop myself completely. I already know all my own thoughts. I already know my opinions. I live with them every day. I'm not going to learn anything new by listening to myself. So when I listen to others, I mean, how many people are in this room? I would learn so much, infinite. And so that's when I actually stopped sharing in the circle for a while, our sharing circle that we have here. And I wanted to share sometimes, and I thought, oh, but you have to share today because, you know, you have a good story. And I really wanted to stick to my commitment to myself, and I tried to, I think I went a month without sharing. And every time that I didn't share when I wanted to, the next person who shared just brought me to my knees with this moving story and just rocked my heart and... I just started finding compassion for others and, and empathy, all those things that I was hoping would come out of this, but I wasn't even trying. It was just naturally occurring. I'm trying to think of what else I was going to talk about. I'm a lot more comfortable in silence now. Like I'm not freaking out right now, trying to think of the different notes that I had. That's why I didn't bring any, because I wanted it to be more like a conversation instead of a grocery list, which is what it sounded like when I practiced with a friend. <laughs> and I thought, whoa, I can't do it like that. <laughs> um, oh, yes. so. At the end of the training, it talks about anger and the violence within me. And I really bumped up against that. Um, I do not do well with anger. I grew up telling myself that that was a negative emotion. But that was because I grew up with rage. Um, I don't think I ever experienced natural human anger, just complete rage. So I've steered away from it. It's terrified me. I don't do anger. I don't want to hang out with people that are angry. Not for me. So when I read that I have anger in me, it made me really angry. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't. And then in that, I felt the violence and the that same voice in my head that I thought I rid myself of five years ago when I started meditating. It was, you know, really violent voice and it was back and I had to look at it, see that it was in me, but also to be really kind to that. And like Ty says, okay, we find something we don't like in ourselves and we have to hold it like a crying child. So this is very new, um, the anger thing, but I'm thrilled because I'm not afraid of it anymore, and I do feel like it is a normal emotion, so I'm welcoming it, and I'm excited to learn about it.
feel like all of these things are just things that I'm just now getting to learn about and I'm really excited about it. And now I have to get onto loving speech because that's in there as well. So I think that's it.